You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 453. Jump into the mosh. Er, pit. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Fifty-three with the G-Man. That's Guy, Mister Searle, Surly Searle, over there in the US of A, and good old me here, Gaz, in the UK. Um, how are you, Guy? <laughs> I'm feeling there, good. There could be trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, we were we were talking about this before we started recording the show. Uh, I've got a whole another new soundboard. Uh, page, I guess you could call it, because you can put in like multiple pages in soundboard and put in a whole bunch of uh, of sound effects. Well, my my brother Larry, um, and so he's to blame for all of this. <laughs> sent me two folders of various um, Hanna Barbera and uh, Warner Brothers cartoon sounds, which he recorded himself, of course. Oh yes, yes, of yes. course, yes, of yes. course. Yep. So yep. it's it's just great. Yeah, and um, let me think. Well, the other kind of weird thing is uh i've my car and, and I, this doesn't have much to do with max but you know i have to take my car in <laughs> because uh my not the windshield washer pump not the wipers not the fluid nothing i mean it, that's all working fine but i had this warning message saying that uh my, my windshield washer fluid was low so i i stopped at the gas station i filled it up started the car and it was still telling me that so i hit the reset button it went away a couple minutes later came back on. It was like, what did I do? Hang on a minute. Hang on. Well, well, can, I, can I just back you up a, just a second there? Yeah. Are you telling me that you turned it off and turned it on again? Yes, exactly. Exactly. The the, the typical IT reaction <laughs> to, <laughs> to car maintenance. <laughs> so I, I, I took it to my local Ford dealer and um, he said, well, did you? Yeah. But basically, a, he asked yeah, me, but, did you turn it off yeah, and turn it on a, again? <laughs> it's a Fiat, but it's a Fiat you've got. No, 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 no. Actually, they just started selling Fiats again here oh, in the U.S. Yeah, that was a joke. The little Fiat 500? The joke. Like, oh. <laughs> you took it to Ford garage and got Fiat. It was supposed to be a joke. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, he, he asked you if you turned it off and on again. Yeah, right? yeah, and I said yes. And he said, well, unfortunately, it sounds like the sensor's bad. So in order to, to fix it, they have to replace the entire reservoir. You, you you can't just you know, change out the switch. It has to be the entire reservoir, which the whole thing is going to cost me like $350. And I swear to God, if I didn't need to take it in anyway for like, you know, my, my 50,000 mile checkup, I would have said, screw it. You know, I'll just deal with, you know, my, my constant, you know, you need window washing fluid message on my, on my, in my dashboard. But, uh, you know, I, I started the car back up, and this is what I heard. Anyway, whoop, ah, 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 stop that. Don't do it again. <laughs> oh, man. So is that the message that you get every time you've got a low wind, windscreen washer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. And that's what I feel like after I get my bill from Ford. <laughs> so what have you got going on? 
I know you, you uh, we had a little trouble getting started today. Meet your doom. <laughs> yeah, um yeah, all my soundboard is old stuff. I've got to find some new stuff. Anyway, yeah, I had a bit of problem at the start, yeah, with my sound. And now well, that's usually me. Oh yeah, but all the listeners are now going, Oh, here we go again. Problems, pro-. But I think it actually just happened to be a loose connection with um uh the uh, cable going into the back of the speaker. Uh, I've got a speaker which has got a headphone socket on, and whenever I'm listening or, or on a podcast, I'll obviously listen through the headphone socket on the of the speakers, else you'll get feedback. Hmm. Um, and uh, it was going all crackly and quiet, and um, so I, I, I just couldn't work it out. So I, I was messing about with the cables and on the headphone set and making sure there are no splits in the cable, and then finally got to a point where I just get to the back of the speaker and just pulled the, the cables out and back in again, and it seems to have fixed it. So so you yeah. basically turn it off and turn well, it back on again. Well, kind of. <laughs> that I seems mean, to be the really universal re- answer to everything. Don't really reboot a speaker, do you? No. But no. I, I tell you what, though, this week I seem to have spent a lot of time using my iOS devices, either the iPad in checking email, playing games, just messing about in general, uh, doing an awful lot of web surfing on it, uh, and using my iPhone a lot, um, both actually as a phone, believe it or not. What? And also, also, oh, you can uh, use it as a phone? You can. It's incredible. I found this. I found this little problem the other day. And is there an app it, for that? <laughs> there is. There is. It's called the phone app. Oh, it's called, it's I turned that off. Well, I tried to get rid of it. I hid it away in a in a um, in a folder somewhere, and then came across <laughs> it. Now, but was, I've been using the Macs app a lot, and um, yeah, it just seemed to have been on the Mac and on the iPad and on the iPhone rather a lot this week. Um, but that's what they're there for. Right. Right. Now you have a laptop, right? Uh, yes, yes, MacBook Air. Well, okay. in fact, we've got, in fact, we've got a white. I've got the original. Uh, the original. I've got a, a a white MacBook, the polycarbonate one. Right. That's what my um, but, wife has too. Yeah, and that's the one really that the eldest kind of use uses a lot. But as she's in Fiji, um, <laughs> it, it it kind of gets used more by me now, uh, and my so, wife who's been using uh, the MacBook Air. Right? So her arms aren't long enough to reach. No, unfortunately not. I don't. I can't. Kids, eh? Kids. <laughs> Kids. They're always, they're always putting obstacles in the way. I swear, if their arms aren't long enough to reach from Fiji, you know, they want a new car or something. Yeah. You know, it's something. always something. Always something. Anyway, I think that's uh, that's it on our uh, not so much Mac front this week. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, for the second section. numbers again. Do you remember last week I said that I've been uh, heavy into numbers? Well, again, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, just been, I've been using it again this week cause, uh, to finish off the accounts. And, uh, yeah, I've got, you know, I, I use it for a, a, a constant period, you know, a short period and get really into using it. And then I won't do anything else with it because right. all of my stuff is done at work on spreadsheets on Excel. And, uh, you know, I'll... <laughs> I'll come back to it in, I don't know, six months' time and think, how did I do that? How, how do I use this? <laughs> what is this program again? Yeah, yeah. Numbers? What is that for? Counting or something? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, should yeah. we go over to the website? Yeah, we probably should. I Wh- think we should. You want to start you us off? Oh, no, I will. I will then. Koala Mount for Tablets. This is a review from Bert Clanchard. I like him. I th- and I think it's a review. I think I said reviewed then. <laughs> what, what, hey, hold on, hold on. What look, is look, look, look. a what is a reviewed? I, well, it's it's my new word for a review. Ah, ah, yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, uh, koala mounts are inexpensive devices permitting you to hang your iPad or tablet. Oh, on a wall. On a wall. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, put a pair in your kitchen. What are we talking about now? Your office or your bedside. Mm. Uh, now, calm down. Okay, I'm okay. The mount consists of two brackets that allow horizontal or vertical mounting of any tablet or phone that is thinner than 20 millimeters. This includes an iPad with its smart cover attached. And there's much more to read, so go over to the website. Kurt gives it a very recommendable 9 out of 10. And next up is a review by John Nemo, the Flux In-Ear Pro Headphones. If you are agreeable with in-ear headphone cables looped behind your ear, and yep. if you, yep. a lot of ifs here, and if you require a delicious neutral, what is a delicious neutral audio response? Um, is that like a, a, a neutral audio response with cream cheese? No, uh, absolutely. I no, I think it is. It, it, is, it is. Without okay. wax. Without wax. So if you require a, a delicious neutral audio response without obnoxious, an overpowering bass, then save your nickels and dimes for and put these new Flux in-ear pro headphones at the top of your wish list. And he gives that a MyMac rating of 9 out of 10. Yes, I might have to go over and have a closer look at those because I'm very much an in-ear headphone person. Power Rocks. Hmm, power rocks, power rocks, power ox, power rocks. Um, this is a review from <laughs> Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. You thought with all those new sounds that I wasn't going to be ready. Uh, you've probably got Elisa on every page. We use our <laughs> devi- devices on a regular basis, reading and sending email, checking our Facebook page and Twitter stream, searching for driving directions or the closest pizza parlor. As a result, the battery drains quicker than we'd like. A spare battery pack would be quite useful. Would be a quite useful purchase. I was recently sent two battery packs for review. The first one is the PowerOx Stone 3 Dual USB Power Bank. And the second is the Magic Cube. You'll have to go to the website and read which one gets an unrecommended mm. and which receives a MyMac.com rating of 7 out of 10. And next up is a review by another review by Bert Clanchard. He's, he, he's a busy Clanchard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, live from London's old Cove, Co- Covent Gardens. Is Covent, that right? Garden. Covent, yeah, Covent Garden. Covent Garden. Yeah. Not gardens, yeah. garden. It's, it's a single garden. garden. Covent Garden. Yeah. Here are. Angle and Curves MKII, or MK2. I should, have, I should have done this one, really, shouldn't I? That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Classic headphones. Headphones, check. Inexpensive, check. Hip and cool, check. Great sound? Oh, yes, indeed. Check. Angle and Curves MK2 classic headphones. <laughs> stylishly retro in design while producing a stylish contemporary sound. The EEs are, are, are from the for, are, are based in Old Covent Garden section of London and are engineered there by a group of designers, audio specialists, and DJs. My Mac review rating is 8 out of 10 based on value for the money. Now, the reason I was trying to interrupt Guy was before we get lots of Twitter messages and emails, what Guy meant to say was Anglin Curves Mark II. Classic headphones. Angle and curve. 
It, no, it was the MK2 that you said. <laughs> no, I said angle and curve MK2, didn't I? Yes, M- precisely. That's exactly what you said. The angle and curve bit is okay. It's the Mark II. Oh, the Mark II. It's, kind of, it's like an abbreviation. Oh, oh excuse me. I just okay. Any, anyway, now we've butchered that. <laughs> well, just go back. Right, I'll start again. The angle and curve Mark II. Cl- uh, no, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> Just- iPhone, iPhone, the missing <laughs> manual six edition review from Beta Purd. As an iPhone user, I long ago got used to not having a manual with the iPhone, but I'm not your average user and have had iPhones since the 3GS. But some people really need help with learning about their iPhones and how to use them. So I was interested to see how the iPhone, the missing manual six edition, would succeed. And guess what, guy? This gets a tremendous, a chart-topping MyMac review rating of... 10 out of 10! <laughs> that was perfect timing. Oh, that was so perfect. I was wondering, because I didn't see that that was a 10 out of 10 until I started kind of reading along with it as you were saying it, and then I was like all scrambling around trying to find my, my, my drum roll soundboard. <laughs> okay, so now we're, we're moving on now into yeah. the G-Men get social yeah from the google plus community uh last week's episode with will green generated a lot of comments from google plus from peter bird dorothy yamamoto mike mcpeak and nicholas riley and they all had nice things to say you know i have listened to that episode probably three times now the you know the first time because i always listen to the show before i release it to see if there's any problems (laughs) well uh any, well, there's always problems. <laughs> any problems that I can do something about, okay? Yes. Just, let's yes. say that. And uh, then I'll usually listen to it again when it comes out, but I actually listened to it a third time because it was, especially the the second bit was just <laughs> so, so funny. Oh, my it, God. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we actually got a, now this was a tweet, wasn't it? Well, that's how it kind of started off. Um Clive Hammett had asked us how to use a shortcut key to enable fast user switching. In other words, to go from one user to another without logging out the first user. Now, this, you know, I've which got is, like, which, is, which is something that I do all the time because we have four users on, on our machines, on all of them. And right. we have to go up to the, we've got our short names up at the top bar and we just go up there. So I'm going to be interested in this. Okay. Well, there is no shortcut key to do it. Correct. Um, but so I started doing a little bit of Google searching because, you know, I, I, I'm the only one that uses this computer down here. So right. even, even though I've got my wife and, and a separate, uh, guy account, you know, I basically just use the same account all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So after a little bit of Google searching, what I found was that, that you can get to the login screen without logging out, but you have to create, first you have to create an Apple script and yep. then assign it a, a keyboard shortcut. And I'll put the script uh, in the show notes, but it's it's do shell script, uh, ask not asterisk. Um, what is that? Okay, um, um, yeah, the, yeah, the quote, yeah. little quotes, quotes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, it'll be in the show notes. Yeah, you don't have to read that bit out. <laughs> okay, okay. So anyway, so you you put this script in, and you save it with a name that's easy to rem- remember, like fast user switch or, or whatever, and then you put the script in your scripts folder, which can be found in the library at the drive level. However, there's a problem associated with that as well, because ever since 10.7, Apple doesn't show you 
your your library folder anymore. So, ah, right. I, but we, we'll go back to a tip that I gave you some time ago then. Yeah. Oh, you gave this tip? I gave a tip about getting to your library and showing the uh, um, the library in your finder, yes. Okay, okay. Uh, well, in, in case anyone, you know, since I can't even remember you giving that, <laughs> so uh, because it's not shown by default, so you have to kind of force it. So uh, open up Spotlight, type Terminal, and once Terminal is up, you type uh, CH flags, no hidden, uh, curvy mark thing, whatever. I don't even know what I don't know what half these symbols are. This will be in the show notes for <laughs> forward slash library forward slash uh, quote sign. And then you drop the script into it, and basically uh, after that, uh, there's an app, and this is actually the, the app I'm going to recommend this week called Fast Scripts. Yeah. Before and, we go on to that, oh, yeah. What what just the quick way, a quick way of going, uh, getting to getting to it is to go in, open up a Finder window, um, and then hold the Alt key or the option key, and your library folder will appear in the list below Go. Oh, okay. I had forgotten about it. Yeah, that was, that was the actual tip that you had given. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, th- but this basically makes it, if you run this, this terminal uh, command, but before I go It'll on, always sorry, be sorry to be a pain because that has asked me. A, it's it's given me a question in my mind now. Are sure. you talking about the library, the user library, or no. are you talking about the library, the main library that's under the um, the Macintosh hard drive? The Macintosh hard, the, the main library Macintosh hard drive. <clears throat> okay, mm, that's yep. most, okay. That's most odd because I can see mine. You well, you've you've done. No, no, I haven't done the script to to unhide it, which is well. It's not a script; it's a terminal command. Oh, like a terminal command. I haven't done that to unhide it. So, okay, that's good. All right, but it'll be in the show notes anyway. All yeah. these, these details. Good, good. <laughs> Before we confuse anybody and they blow up their <laughs> well, machine any more than 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 we're normal. Confused. Yeah. Uh, why don't you take the next one? Um. Okay, so you, I, I interrupted you when you were talking about fast scripts, though, wasn't I? Oh, oh well, well, I'll talk more about fast scripts at the end of the show, because that's going to be okay. my, that's my ad pick this week. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. So we'll get back to the fast scripts. Um, Mr. Nemo <laughs> said, congratulations. This is via email. It's the most consistent sh- – sorry, it's the most consistent sh- shown you sh- – sure. ah, I say sorry. Sorry, John. You did write shown. But anyway, um, it's the most consistent there. show. Is that better? You, t- you two <laughs> – well, for everybody listening, guys just corrected the uh, the uh, show notes for me so I can read. It's the most consistent show you two have ever done. Completely incoherent. Guy said to him, so how can we perfect the art of incoherence if we've already done the perfect show? And yeah. John, John decided to respond, go in stars beyond perfection next week and every week. And I think this, this show this week so far, completely <laughs> incoherent. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> Anybody listening to us, just go to the show notes. Don't even listen to the rest of the show. Just go to the show notes. <laughs> and and you'll know. You'll know. <laughs> Don't bother. Oh, uh, there, was, there was some feedback. Well, not really feedback from Twitter. Uh, it was a, a funny conversation that, uh, that I had on Twitter with James Turner, woodpat.co.uk. Hey. And he put up a picture of a chainsaw with the caption, what's the worst that could happen? 
To which I replied, uh, you already have all the kids you ever wanted, right? And then he put in, dude, if it's that close, kids are the last of my worries. <laughs> um, and that's, that, that's kind of, I mean, we're... That was a snappy first section, Guy. That's back to our good old ways of snappy first sections. I'm happy. Incoherence, coherence. <laughs> so, everyone, uh, we'll, we're going to come, when we come back into the second section. Uh, Are you not entertained? <laughs> we'll have, we have a guest. And he's. Uh, well, I hope. Someone with a bit of manners. <laughs> so. <laughs> And he's he's involved with music, as a matter of fact. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg, Greg, Craig, Mosher is uh, is going to join us for the next bit. So everyone, guitar. I, I have. He might. He he jolly well might. I don't know. But everyone jolly else, jolly well, jolly well might. <laughs> please stand by to uh to stand by, and we'll be right back. From the iTunes independent author Donnie Yankelo of Looking for a Dinosaur comes two new books your children will love. There's Jungle Jammin', where the animals form a band. Who will play what instrument? There's also Pirate Soars, where pirates and dinosaurs are combined in cool and fun ways. Both books feature full-color illustrations and rhyming sentences to keep your child thoroughly entertained. And at 99 cents, either one will break the bank. So go to iTunes and check out Pirate Soars, Jungle Jammin', and Donnie's previous children's book, Looking for a Dinosaur. Worthy of space in your iTunes directory. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone to the second section of the MyMac.com podcast. Um, now, usually when, when we do this show, it's, it's relatively quick for you guys going between the first and the second sections. And you don't get to hear all the stuff behind the scenes. It's usually like 10 to 20 minutes for Gaz and me because we'll just spend a lot of time goofing. And typically when we have a guest, we have everything set up for that guest. And, you know, we just, we call them on Skype and it's like, okay, well, let's get right into the second section. And they don't usually get to hear the behind the scenes stuff that, that Gaz and I are doing. However, uh, when we tried to bring our guest this week, which is Craig Mosher, who's from, is it upstate New York or is it, are you closer to the city? Uh, upstate, near Albany. Okay. When, when we went to bring in Craig, he was having problems with his microphone and we were like, yeah, yeah here we go. Guy and Gaz, uh, tech help, trying to, <laughs> trying to get his microphone and everything working. And it, he couldn't talk to us. So he was, you know, typing stuff. And we were doing like all kinds of soundboard stuff. And when he came back on, I told him that he's one of the few people who has been. I hesitate to. Well, I hesitate to use the word privileged (laughs) (laughs) to actually be able to hear the kind of banter that goes back and forth when, you know, from the stuff that we don't actually put out. So anyway, so that long introduction aside, 
How are you doing today, Craig? I'm good. I'm good. Now you're a uh, you're a soundboard engineer, and you used to do that full time. Yes. Okay, and you use you use a Mac to do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. what's what's your like typical setup? Um, I'm actually I work with two churches right now, and uh, I use a uh, PreSonus is a audio um, equipment manufacturer. They they make a board called the Studio Live, uh, and I actually work two churches I work in both use those. And they have their controlling software is all Mac-based. So I use that. Um, and then they have a remote control program where you can control the board with an iPad wirelessly. And also oh, nice. control, and you can also control monitors on the stage with uh, an iPhone, iPod Touch, or an iPad. Oh, that is cool. Now, is there also, like, I don't know if you'd know this or not, are there controls along those same lines for, like, lighting and things like that where you can hit a button and it'll automatically change your lighting and, and all the rest oh, of yeah. it? And oh, yeah. And do you yeah, work with any of that stuff? I, I don't do any lighting uh, at this point. Uh, I've, I've done a little bit, but that was uh, 10 years ago or so, and we were using all uh, old digital or analog lighting stuff. Um, so, But there is there is lots of, of uh, digital lighting controls that you can do wirelessly. Yeah. All right. That's really cool. Now, yep. when, once you have, you know, now are you using their Macs or do you come in with, with your Mac to, to, to get it all set up? Um, the church that I'm a member of that I go to um, is I bring my own Mac uh, to run the audio. Uh, and then we also have a Mac mini there um, that we use to use uh, to run a program called pro presenter, which is a video slide uh media multimedia presentation software so the mac mini is there uh permanently but then i have a macbook pro that i bring in with me for the audio and you couldn't use something like um uh like some other presentation software from uh what's the one from apple uh keynote is that right keynote yeah the problem is is that keynote for every um what we do is we we run this the lyrics for songs on the projector. Oh, okay. So that and way people, so, people can see what the lyrics are as the song exact, is going. Okay. Exactly. And, and with keynote or PowerPoint, every song, you're going to have a separate file, a separate presentation. You know, you're going to have this song, Amazing Grace is going to be one file. And then to go to the next song, you're going to have to open another file, another file with your next song. Mm. Um, the way ProPresenter works is that it's actually a database. So you're in the program. And all you have to do is go over and select the next song. And you can actually set up a playlist of all of your songs. And you can uh, make adjustments to the background, to the fonts, uh, any graphics. You can add video in. You can actually add live video if you have a live video stream. Um, there's a, a huge amount of, of uh, things that you can do with the, with the ProPresenter software. And that all runs through like an iPad if you wanted to? You can remotely control that through an iPad or iPhone, yep. That is really cool. Uh, do you yeah. have any questions, Gaz? I, I heard you start to say something, and then you stop. Yeah, I, I, I was probably coughing actually because I've been dying <laughs> over here. So, uh, um, yeah, I was just going to say actually because I've just gone into the Pro Presenter site, and it looks like it starts off at about uh, four hundred dollars. So, uh, yeah. it's not cheap software, but it sounds like it does everything that you need it to. Yeah, it it really it does. A huge amount. Um, yeah, we basically, um, we had an old Windows computer laptop um, that we were running a program called Media Shout, which is a similar program, um, but at that point wasn't as polished, wasn't as, as powerful a program. Um, 
and this is in my church, in the church that I was uh, working at, um, they were using ProPresenter. And I saw how powerful it was. And I came back to our church board and said, um, look, you know, we're having lots of issues with this Windows computer and with the software. What can we, you know, what can we spend to upgrade this? And uh, we basically spent $1,000. I think it was $1,070 to buy a Mac Mini and the ProPresenter software. And it's been basically flawless. There's a little bit of a learning curve, but one of the great things is that on their website, they have video tutorials to do everything. Um, So as complicated as you want to get building slides and everything, they have free video tutorials for all that. Uh, I'm I'm not sure whether I should should say this, but it's actually available on Windows as well. Oh, yeah, it is. I forgot about that. It's been out for a couple of years on Windows. Um, Right. But I've always used it on Mac. I don't know how the interface is or anything. Knowing the the reputation of the company, I would guess that it's a, an excellent program on Windows to run on Windows as well. Yeah, yeah. No, so how long have oh, you sorry. how long have you been a Mac user then, Greg? Uh, I've been a Mac user. Uh, I would say eleven or twelve years. Uh, I started off with a Quicksilver G four. Oh yeah, uh, I had the nine thirty three. I actually mine was an eight hundred. I actually bought it uh, on eBay. Uh, my pastor is a has been a Mac user since uh, I think the first Macs, um, and so when I was just out of high school, he helped me find one on eBay that was uh, uh, off lease. Um, you know, a guy bought them from companies that leased Macs, and so I I bought it for I think it was three or four hundred dollars. Bought it and put a new hard drive in it, and I used that for seven or eight years, and that was a great computer. So on the eighth day, God said, "Let there be Macs." Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, had had you done any of this, uh, like all manually prior to like a lot of these tools being available through computers? Yeah, uh, doing the audio stuff. Um, when I was doing live sound, we used all uh, analog boards. When I was I was living in Western New York, out in Rochester, mm-hmm. uh, and we were and the company I worked for ran all analog consoles, all outboard analog gear. So I was, uh, when I did record anything, I was basically, um, you know, using my computer and, and using a two-channel interface and just taking a, a stereo output from the board. Okay. Um, but the, but basically what, what I meant, what, now how much would, like all the stuff that, that you just talked about, where it cost your church about, let's just say, $1,100 to, to, to set all that up, how much would you have spent to do all of that the old way? Well, the, that eleven hundred dollars was for a Mac Mini and the and right. the ProPresenter software. So that's just that's just software and and a computer. Um, with the audio stuff, it's a different story. Uh, you know, we about three years ago we did a renovation on our church, and that was right before we got the the new Mac Mini. Um, but we updated our sound system. We had a really old all-in-one little mixer um, that we bought for one purpose and tried to repurpose it as we built a band. Uh, to lead music, we went from a piano and a guitar and a singer to a full band. Um, and at that point, we spent about uh, we spent about five thousand uh, out of our entire renovation budget um, for the whole building. We spent about five thousand dollars to upgrade, and that was we bought a new the new console. Um, and I and that came with the recording software and with the control software. And then also uh, we bought new speakers and a new amplifier. And uh, that was all you were running that off of Windows originally? 
No, originally that was an analog system, so we didn't have any. Oh, computers. okay, sorry. Because that was the audio stuff. Um, so as far as audio goes, we spent uh, about 10 years ago, I think, we spent about $1,000 to buy a little analog mixer and amplifier all in one with a couple of microphones and a couple of speakers. And then about three years ago, we spent 5000 to to build this you know, complete sound system uh, for a whole band. Okay, now you besides besides working with these two churches, mm-hmm. uh, you also DJ. Yep. And now you've done you've done like a, a bunch of weddings. Yep. Okay. Uh, quick question: Have you ever done a wedding? And I'm not asking for names or places or anything along <laughs> those lines. Have you ever done a wedding that while you were DJing it, you just kind of said to yourself, "There is no way this wedding or this marriage is going to last." <laughs> No, no, uh, I'm an optimist. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about what about a funny story from a wedding? Ah, uh, <laughs> you're putting the poor guy on the spot okay. now, aren't you? Guys? I'm not asking for names. I've got one, <laughs> even though I know it's uh, it's Jan and and uh, and Greg. <laughs> actually, I've got a I've got a good one, and this was actually before I was DJing and and doing the audio stuff professionally. So this is probably oh more than ten years ago. Um, I actually just had a, a small all-in-one mixer, and I had a couple of CD players, and I was DJing a, a friend of mine's wedding. Um, great couple; they've been married a long time now. They've got five kids, and um, now they had the five kids after they got married, right? After they got married, oh, okay. Yep. Just checking. Uh, and and one of the groomsmen, uh, I knew I grew up with his sister. She was in my class; she was older than us. Um, but I was I was you know playing the music, DJing, doing my thing, and he kept coming over. And saying, hey, hey, play some country. Play some country. We need some country. And I had been playing a little country. We're a small town country music fans. And so I was, you know, dropping some country music, some slow dances here and there. And he kept going, coming over. And <clears throat> I kept noticing the smell of alcohol getting stronger on him. <laughs> yeah, I hate I should have started the story with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's usually, when you're talking about weddings and funny stories, alcohol is usually involved. Exactly, yeah. Well, it, Long story short, I ended up pretty much having to physically remove him from behind the table because he decided he needed to turn the music up when I <laughs> turned my back for a second. <clears throat> and the next the next time he came over, I said, hey, uh, uh, Johnny, I won't use his real name. Uh, if you don't step away from the board and stay away, I'm going to have you kicked out. And this is the and local this is one of the groomsmen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So from from that point on, he was all right, but it was it was a little irritating, and um, I was glad that I could, you know, just tell him that he was going to be gone soon if he didn't start behaving himself. Now, what other kinds of events do you do? Um, I do uh, actually. Lately, I've been working with a, a girl I went to high school with. She's a local singer songwriter in the upstate New York area, um, and actually, she she bought a. a PA small PA system. She's she just plays guitar and sings, so it's just a you know very small set setup. <clears throat> but I I helped her uh, figure out how everything runs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know I do I've really just lately started doing a little bit of um, small one on one personal projects. But when I was doing live sound professionally in Western New York, I was working in theaters, uh, working doing uh, outdoor music festivals. Rochester has a huge music scene especially during the summer doing outdoor festivals. Um, they have a jazz festival, blues festival, 
um, lots of, uh, you know, the close down four or five city blocks and have a bunch of stages and do sound, you know, do bands the whole evening, um, church events, um, conferences. So we, we really ran the, the whole range of size of events and style and all different, uh, you know, all different kinds of setups. Uh, was there a reason why you stopped doing it, for, uh, like full time? Yeah. My wife and I decided to move back to my hometown. Um, which being that we're from a town of about 2,200, uh, okay. the music scene is kind of small compared to what it was. I'm about an hour from Albany. Um, so I'm been working recently on getting back out to Albany because they have, you know, a lot more live sound. Right. Uh, so, so basically Aerosmith, Aerosmith doesn't play like, like your neck of the woods. That no, long. no. Actually, we went and saw Aerosmith last summer, um, with Cheap Trick and yeah, it was uh, about an hour and 20 minutes to get to the arena. So. I love Cheap Trick. I actually awesome. saw them, uh, quick, quick tangent. Uh, the very first Macworld Expo that I went to in San Francisco, uh, I went to the Mac Blast party. And I had, I had stepped outside to talk to somebody. And, uh, while I was outside, I heard a cheap trick song, you know, a live cheap trick song starting. And I was thinking, well, that's kind of cheesy. You know, this is like the, the big deal Mac blast party for the <laughs> Mac world expo. And they've got some cover band doing cheap trick songs. And I walked in and lo and behold, it was, it was cheap trick that was up there I on stage. And it was, oh, they were so, so great. And uh, I actually just recently, you know, here, uh, sorry, stream with consciousness. Uh, I bought, they had an album that came out, I think in 2005. I can't remember the name of it, but it was really, really good. And I ended up buying that. If I, if I could go and look it up, but I don't want to bore everybody. So. <laughs> no change there. Yeah, no change there at all. Thank, thank you. So uh, I'm looking at your Skype picture here. Is that a Falcon that you have there? Oh, that's a that's a hawk, a Harris hawk. Okay, so are you are totally you involved in that, that as as a sport? Actually, no, that was on my honeymoon. Uh, my you're, wife. You're married I, to a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my wife and I went to Vermont to a, a resort in Manchester called the Equinox Resort, and they actually are are in cooperation with a British school of falconry. Um, that's that's right up there in in Manchester. Um, so we got to fly the hawks that they have there. It was awesome. Now you're, t you're uh, yeah, talking about so, birds, not airplanes, right? Yeah, and yeah. also you're, okay. you're not talking about Manchester up in Lancashire in the UK. You're no, talking no, about no, no, <laughs> Manchester, Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> Although there are lots of ties with with the UK. Um, the right. Equinox actually had a a sister resort in in uh, the UK. I want to say it was called the Glen Eagle. Uh, can't don't quote me on that. That was several years ago. Um, but and then at one point they were purchased by Guinness as well, but I don't think they're still owned by Guinness. Right, <clears throat> right. But yeah, we did the uh, we did the the School of Falconry, and we also did a Land Rover off road driving school. Oh, nice! Yeah, that was pretty awesome. We got to drive the you know hundred thousand dollar fully tricked out Land Rover um, under was, careful careful supervision. Oh, oh yeah, we had a, a coach in the car in the passenger seat with us the whole time. <laughs> I bet he had his own brake too. Um, actually, no, he didn't. But <laughs> it was it was cool because there was there was one spot where we drove up a really steep hill, and then he said, "Okay, just put it down into first gear because it was an on automatic, but it's got the sort of shift o matic or yeah. manual matic type of thing." And he said, "Just put it down into first. 
and go over the go over the top of the hill. And so you you start over the hill and it starts down this almost vertical drop and the car the <laughs> oh truck just starts shaking. And you're like, what's wrong? I'm doing something wrong. And he didn't tell us until we had gotten to the bottom of the hill. Oh no, that's the automatic braking system that automatically hits the anti-lock brakes to keep you at a controlled speed while you're going down the hill. Because he said, take your foot off the pedals. Don't touch the pedals. Yeah, it was a little scary thinking that we were going to crash and, you know, and burn. die. Yeah, well, that, yeah. that would definitely put a damper on the honeymoon. Yeah, exactly. You know? So that was those those were kind of the guy, you know, the, the little more masculine things to do, although my wife really enjoyed them. But we also did do Manchester is well known for their outlet malls. So we did a lot of outlet shopping as well. Uh, and then we also went to the the spa at the Equinox, uh, which my wife absolutely loved. She wants to do it every, you know, every few months. She wants to go to the spa. But yeah, my wife's the same way. It, it didn't do a whole lot for me. It was, <laughs> it was OK. The hot tub was great. The whole spa massage thing, eh, not so much. Yeah, I don't think I would have been too much. I, my wife is always telling me because she she does this like I can't remember the name of the spa, but they do this thing called the afternoon delight, where you know they have these like you know the the stupid little triangle sandwiches for you to start off with with lunch, <laughs> and then you know they they do the massage and the pedicure and the manicure and so on and so forth. And yeah, she's like, oh, you should go. It's really a lot of fun. It's like, yeah, no, I don't think so. I'm not going to do that. The sandwiches are way too small. I just can't imagine you doing that. Yeah, 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 me me getting a pedicure. A mani-pedi. I need a mani-pedi. I feel like I would eat the entire platter of sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Now, these are just for me, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, other than than audio, uh, is there anything else that's kind of cool that you do with your Mac? Um, let's see. I'm I'm just gonna go into my uh, my launch pad here and see what I've got. Uh, I play a few games, but that's just whatever. Yeah, left time, or dead time time wasters. Um, but I I do you know I I got my first Mac because basically because my pastor said it's a good computer, it's solid. Before that, I had a 486 that was about four feet tall, um, running. I want to say it was Windows 95. Um, and the guy, the IT guy at the college I went to said he wouldn't put it on the network because it would slow the network down too much. Wow. Yeah, it was a, it was a rough computer. I, I got it for free. You know, just had to buy a monitor and a, and a keyboard and mouse for it. Uh, <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm, I probably am better off now not having kept that for long. <laughs> probably, so. probably not. But you so, know, I, I I really enjoy. It. I've I've gotten into a little bit of photo stuff. Um, you know. So I, since 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 you've become a Mac user, Steve would like to ask a question. You like everything so far? <laughs> Almost everything. I, Almost I, everything. Oh, now I, that's good. Good. A bit of controversy. Great. Oh yeah. Great. I okay. And, and if you can answer this, or you know someone that can answer this, I would appreciate it a lot. I listen Mackie to a lot Gab. of podcasts. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I love Mac Cab. I listen to them all the time. Yeah, okay, here's the deal. Currently, for a full-time job, I work on a dairy farm. Okay. I know, kind of out of the range of, of Macs and that kind of thing, um, but they actually use a computer. They have some pretty intense software uh, for keeping track of uh, the medications for the cows and the, the milk weights and the health of the cows and the feed. It's all very, very scientifically controlled, um, but they, they use all Windows, so I don't really get into that. 
Um, basically, I, I drive equipment all day. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. And uh, my iTunes is, is pretty jam-packed with, with podcasts. The problem is I put my podcast, and I hate to say this, but I put it onto an Android phone because, and there's a because here, I, I work about five minutes from home. My okay. wife has an my wife has an iPhone. It's great. We love it. We're on a family plan with my brother and my parents, and and it's great. Um, and she drives a oh, distance to work. It's not worth it for me to have a phone with data and all that stuff. So I got a cheap iPhone with a or a cheap Android phone with a prepaid, you know, twenty five dollars a month. Right. Um, my problem is when I get up at four o'clock in the morning, I hit refresh on my on my iTunes to get my podcasts, and usually one podcast a day or one every two days comes up with an error and it doesn't download the podcast all the way. And I just can't figure out why that is. Are, are you running the, in this? What's that? I was just, you're running the latest, you're running iTunes 11. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it says, uh, I can't remember what the error number is, but I look in the little, uh, the little status bar for your downloads uh-huh. You know, the status window, and over on status, is, status it says error, and then it's got a, an error code number. And quite often, it's the, uh, it's well, it's Mac Gab comes up sometimes. I also listen to the tech guy, uh, Leo Laporte's weekend radio show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's pretty random as to which one it is that, that does, has this error. And then if I hit restart, it actually downloads you know, it might say 40.5 megabytes. It'll download to like 52.1 megabytes. So I okay, think but it that, actually that never happens with our show, it. right? That never happens with our show? I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I download, unfortunately, I download so many podcasts. Right. Craig, 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 where Guy was going with that is if, if it doesn't happen with our show, it can't help you. <laughs> Or we don't care, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> right, exactly, it's one exactly. of the two. Well, I always, listen, I wish you would come out with my Mac podcast like you know, three days a week, because then I would listen to you more, and I wouldn't have this problem as much. Oh God, could you could you imagine <laughs> yeah, doing this three I, I times used to have a week? Issues like that, Craig. Actually, with um, where do you keep your your podcast? Do you keep them on the machine, or do you keep them on a separate drive at all? I keep them on the machine. On the machine, yep, uh, and you keep them. You keep them in the base uh, location where iTunes would uh, naturally put them. Yeah, your your typical um, library music or whatever it is. Yeah, mm, I think um, I think that, that's a that's a bit of a digger. That one we're gonna have to uh, you know do a bit of digging for that one. It could okay. be a, a, a could be a preference um, uh, that's uh, kind of hashed or uh, one of the um, what do they call them there the p lists. Yeah, that possibly possibly needs refreshing um, because it could have. Uh, do you delete your podcast once you've listened to them? I I have to mar- manually mark them as played, and I I do that like once. Oh, a because week. you're you're listening to them off your Android, uh, right? Yeah. No. Okay. So, All right. So so, actually, so, so, so when you mark them as played, do you actually uh, right click and delete the podcast, or do you let the settings do the deletion of the of the played podcasts? I let the settings do that. Right. There could be a problem because what I found is very often if you go into um, the folder where those podcasts are kept. Mm-hmm. I bet if you have a look at some of the podcasts which you're expecting not to see in there, I bet you see a load. Yeah, they're probably still there. 
And ah. it could be, it could be that somewhere in the loop, it's kind of thinking, you know, there could be an issue there. So you might, what you might want to do is just go in and clear out that folder of any podcast that you haven't, that you've already listened to. Okay. And just that's a starting point, and and just see how you get on, and then if that yeah, doesn't point. Uh, help any at all, then we'll perhaps see if we can take it a bit further. Okay. But but I've that often found it. Well, it may do. It may do. I've often found that the settings, you know, in the I think the settings option is um, basically you you um, you download the me- the most recent one, um, and then obviously the um, the episodes to keep I've got set as. Um, uh, basically, I think it's I just keep all of the unplayed episodes. Okay. And what I and what I used to do was obviously I'd I'd sync up with my device and it would then obviously mark it as played. And then when I did a refresh on the update, that then disappeared from my iTunes library, or so I thought. Until one day, for some reason, I went and was looking through the podcasts and thought that seems awfully full. Because I, I've got no podcasts which are waiting to be listened to, uh, and it, you know, it, it should be empty. And I found that dotted around there were lots of podcasts which it hadn't deleted. It deleted from the iTunes, but it hadn't deleted them in the folder sitting uh, behind it. Yeah, if you go into podcasts, if you go to podcasts in iTunes, yeah, in your well, under library, well, and then well, go just, to well, on the, on the bottom left, there's no, something well, called minute, settings. Guy, guy, okay, guy. go ahead. <laughs> Will you let me finish? No, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) The first thing to do is obviously make sure that iTunes is putting them where you think it's putting them. And so you go into preferences, click on advanced, and then it says iTunes media folder location. Right. So just make sure that's where you're expecting them to go. And then obviously what Guy was talking about, now I'll let you finish, Guy. Okay. Uh, Go into (laughs) under your library. Podcasts on the bottom left, uh, not on the sidebar if you, if you still have the sidebar. Bottom left, there's a button called Settings. Hit Settings. And under Podcast Settings, uh, you'll want to have it say, check for new episodes. Obviously, you've, that'll be set for every day. Settings for Podcast Defaults. And uh, the very last thing is, is Episodes to Keep. And the default is All Episodes. But the next selection down is All unplayed episodes which means that after you play a podcast it should delete it from your library and it might and and the issue i found that it deletes it from the itunes library but the the file is still there sitting in the background and then sometimes i've gone in and there's there's been all sorts of stuff in there so just look at that locations on the under the preferences to find the folder and then uh, and just check to see whether it's cleared it all out and let's let's take it step by step and, yeah um, so if you have any other problems with that you know just just yeah. send us just uh send us an or... email and we'll forward it to the mac geek app <laughs> and uh we we kind of need to 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 move on to the next segment sec- are you going to hang out with us for a while longer yeah, oh, yeah. all right cool so you're going to be with us for the uh for the next bit uh but very very quickly while while we're we're talking about it in, in this section so craig, so so craig's stopping on is he yeah yeah no no isn't that fantastic <laughs> he's, he's staying yeah steve steve likes you so awesome i feel honored <laughs> If if you could very quickly give your contact information for your business for you for your uh, DJ business, okay, yeah, my name is actually I have to make a small adjust m- correction. My name's Craig Mosier. 
Um, oh. I think it's French Canadian. So the Mosher, not Mosher. Um, uh, I, said, anyways, I said Mosher in the title. Damn. That, oh, well. That's all right. Um, so yeah, you can, you can find me. Um, my business is crown audio productions and I just opened a Squarespace, uh, website, crownaudioproductions.com. Uh, also I am on Twitter. I don't use it much. Um, but it's Berlin S D B sound. I'm a member of the seventh day Baptist, uh, church and that's where I do sound. So I Berlin S D B church. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Facebook, I tried starting a crown audio productions page on Facebook, but I just haven't spent the time to work that out yet. Yeah. You know what? We've spent a lot of time in Facebook. It makes absolutely no difference whatsoever. <laughs> Basically, yeah. if you, if you want Facebook to make a difference, you have to pay, you have to pay Facebook. Right. Yeah. So and yeah, it's, crown, it's crown audio productions has my contact information and crown audio productions at gmail.com is the uh is the email address if you have any kind of event you're looking to do in the you know upstate new york western massachusetts western vermont area i'm about 20 minutes from massachusetts and vermont so any of that area uh, i do sound uh djing um full bands whatever so if you live in iowa probably shouldn't call unless you want to pay me a lot (laughs) guess take us out Stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. Okay, that was time. Hello, Mark. How are you today? I am doing well. Everyone listen to Not Another Mac Podcast because it is fun. Ha-ha. Flabby in unnatural places. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome to the third section of the MyMac.com podcast. And Craig is still with us. Unbelievable. And that was quite a quick break, actually. (laughs) Yeah, it was like (laughs) under a minute. (laughs) And that was mainly my fault. uh, Because I've got to... We're recording early this weekend. Um, earlier in the day, because right. I've got to go and collect my daughter, who's been at a national championships, and they've actually come second. So, uh, yeah, and they're travelling back down from, guess where? You're not going to believe this. Yep. Fiji. Manchester. Manchester. Oh, <laughs> Manchester. Okay. <laughs> well, see, the problem with the lawn breaks, sometimes it just makes me nod my head. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. I'm on the wrong page. <laughs> I, I led you right into it. Led you right into it. Now, Gaz, are you... Go on, Craig. I was just curious. Are you, are you in London? No. Oh, okay. All right, move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm about 60 miles north... Of, well, from the centre of London, about 70 miles north of London. Okay. Uh, straight up the M1. That's how he gets to London every day. Nice. So Craig, so Craig, could you do me? A f- I don't go to London every day, guy. Anyway, Craig, could you do me a favor? Maybe. Nod your head. There you go. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now stop it. <laughs> okay, stop I'll be it. good.
Um, do you ever find yourself having either to go into Activity Monitor or up to the Apple menu and force quit your active application? Well, when I say active, if you need to force quit it, it's probably not active anymore. Well, Wait, I'm sorry. It, it's what? Not active anymore. <laughs> it's but not very active. But not, yes, all right, all right. <laughs> I'll change it there, for you. There, that's better. I, I feel better now. I was reading it. You, you could have kept quiet there. <laughs> I could have, but you knew I wouldn't. <laughs> well, it's not very active anymore. You can use the following keyboard shortcut, which will force quit the active application non-active application um, without going to the activity monitor or by using the force quit option from the Apple menu bar. Those key or that keyboard shortcut is command option shift and escape all neatly in one handed corner on your left hand. If you're got big fingers, uh, long fingers even uh, and hold it for about two or three seconds and the front application, which is not responding, will force quit. So I've got GarageBand as my active application. Don't do it, guy. Don't do it. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'll wait. (laughs) I wouldn't use this to get out of apps only when you're having a problem with an app which won't respond. What if you're having a problem with a co-host that won't shut up? (laughs) Like me. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gaz has a problem with sometimes I just don't know when to stay quiet. <laughs> I can't help it. it. It's the way my brain works. Anything can happen in the next half hour. And it usually does. Okay, use, guy. Sorry, Craig. Go I on. use Gaz. I use your tips all the time. I'm I'm always interested to see what your tips are going to be because they're pretty much always something very useful. Do you know? So I don't have to move my mouse. Yeah, it, it the the problem with the tips is every it, it's whether I go through older tips which I think people already know, or whether I try and find a new tip which I think people will find useful. And obviously, the more you do, the more difficult it is to find them. So uh, yeah, mm. Gaz's tips might end soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There is absolutely no other tips that we can give you. I would say I would say start over at the beginning. Because yeah. I started listening to this podcast about a year ago, and it was you know all brand new to me at that point. So, oh, you can go you know, all the way back to episode two eighty three or two eighty four. They're all online, and you because, can get all your guy and gas goodness. GGG. Because remember, you're always picking up new people listening, or hopefully yes. you are. Very true. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. For about a week from yeah. me <laughs> until they know better. Yeah, after a week, well, guy. Um, <laughs> I've been loyal for about a year. So, well, thank you, thank you. We love you, long time. Uh, um, well, well, not <laughs> yeah, metaphorically, <laughs> metaphorically. Okay, guy, have you got a pick this week? I do. I do have a pick. Now, you remember in the first section we were talking about uh, setting up a an Apple script in order to change from one user to another without having to go to up to the menu and all this. Well, the name of the program that I use to assign that Apple script to a key combination is called Fast Script. That's by Red Sweater Software, and it's free for up to 10 scripts. And uh, if you if you pay for it, it's only about $15. I mean, there's like all you – you can script yourself all the way to Happy Land if that's what you want to do. But you can find Fast Script at Red Sweater Software. It is free for up to 10 scripts. Cool. 
And that was referring back to uh, a, a piece we had in the first section, wasn't it? Yep. Now, Craig, I'm, I'm yes. going to go. Pro- I have a pick, so don't panic. But if you have a pick, wait, don't be what? prepared. Be pardon. Uh, you, you, what is it you don't want him to do? I, I don't want him to panic. Oh, look, guy. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't want him to. <laughs> What I don't want him to do is... Don't panic! Don't panic! That's what I was waiting for. (sighs) (laughs) This is what Gaz has to put up with every week. Okay, so I've got a pick now, Craig. So if you've got a pick... I do. Don't panic! Don't panic! (laughs) You can edit that other bit out then, guy. No, I can't. Right, so my pick this week is DM1, the drum machine. This is by a company called Finger Lab. Uh, it's available for the Mac, but it's also available for the iPad and also on your iPhone. <laughs> yes, Guy, I am just correcting it in the show notes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's £2.99, £2.99 in the UK for the um, Mac and the iPad version, but it's uh, £1.49 for the iPhone version. Now, in dollars terms, that's $4.99 or $1.99. Um, and it's, it's a cracking little app, actually. It's, it's got plenty of good reviews. Now, unfortunately, I didn't put, didn't do a, um, uh, an item out of the machine and put it into my soundboard so you could hear it. But go over to the website. It's got some good uh, video um, views on how to use it. And, uh, yeah, it's got some great reviews. A drum machine by Finger Lab. Have fun tapping away, guys. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. So, Craig, uh, wh- what is your app pick? Okay, I- I've got a couple. So to go along with the, with the music theme that Gaz said, um, DJ. Uh, by Algorithm Software. Uh, it's in the Mac App Store. It's actually, I just looked, it's actually $20. When I bought it, it was 40 Wow. Uh, but it, it's, uh, yeah, I'm a little annoyed at that. But that was a few years ago. Uh, but it is a, as you can tell by the name, it's a DJ software. Um, surprisingly powerful for the cost. There's several softwares that are three or four or five times the cost. Um, but it, it works great. Um, very easy to use for a beginner. Um, but it also has controls that you can do a lot of scratching, all that kind of stuff. If you are into that kind of um, into that kind of stuff, so yeah, uh, DJ simple software for DJing. They also make some video VJing um, software. Never gotten into that, but it's also you know same company, so I think it'd probably be pretty good. Um, and that's the software that I use to DJ um, whatever events that I'm doing. Um, so that's $20, and the other one I have is a free app, which I've found uh, invaluable. It's Alfred, and I love it because it's a little derby that sits in my menu bar, and I press option space, type the first three letters of whatever app I want to open, enter, and it opens. Super simple. I love it so I don't have to go into Launchpad. I have very few apps on my um, bar on the bottom, and it, it's a really easy little piece of software. Yeah, Great. Alfred Alfred does so much more as well, isn't it? If you get the power pack, it's got a lot of power behind it. Yeah, and I think the power pack costs a few dollars, right? Yeah, um I th- well I think it's a bit more than that. I think it's about twelve pounds. So it's gonna be about fifteen mm-hmm. anywhere okay. between fifteen to twenty dollars for the power pack. But I mean you can it can do a lot without mm-hmm. the power pack, but the power pack gives it so much more functionality. Right. So Batman yeah, doesn't cool. need a power pack. 
Um, do we have a people's pick, we guy? we do we do oh no I, I can't do that as Batman well we do have a people's no, pick. Here, uh, <laughs> and uh, this is from Clive Hammett he says uh, just thought I would suggest this as an alternative to Pastebot apparently they're releasing a version on the Mac App Store soon it stores all your clipboard action to Dropbox and you can access them from all of your devices and the name of the app is uh, I drop copy and that's from Mindobix, uh, Mindobix software. And you can find that at mindobix.com forward slash drop copy. Hey, how Ooh, you doing? Good. That's, that's my DJ voice there, Craig. How, do you <laughs> like my DJ voice? You've got a voice for radio. Yeah, I have a face for radio. <laughs> yeah, he's got a voice for radio as well because we can turn it off. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, no new iTunes reviews this week. So sad. So very sad. Yeah, please be very nice. If you go to iTunes review for us, we'd be very happy. Uh, but if you do write an iTunes review, you will get something. Oh, ever so special. Now, Craig is going to get what I'm just about to talk about because he was a guest on the show. Actually, I owe one to, um, oh, oh man, where's my brain? Last week's? Yeah, help me. Will, Will Green? Will Green. Will Green. <laughs> I owe Will Green a, a Woody as well. And as a matter of fact, um, I'd meant to put this in the show notes. Now, you're not going to be here next week. I'm not. I'm not. I'm no, away. I was talking to Craig. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but neither DJing am I. Oh, okay. So. I'm going to be Craig, DJing a wedding. So Craig is going to be DJing a wedding, and apparently, um, you know, somewhat less importantly, Gaz has got something to do. <laughs> so he's not going to be here next week. And Will Green, uh, if you listen to last week's show, which was uh, honestly, I haven't laughed that hard in one of our, and I laugh a lot on this show, but I haven't laughed yeah. that hard during a podcast in a very, very long time. He has agreed to come in and be the guest co-host for next week's show. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen, but chances are it, it'll, it'll be stellar. It will be stellar. I am, I am so looking forward to listening to that. Whoa. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if yeah. you do put in iTunes uh, review, Guy, how would they contact you? If they wanted to contact me, something weird just happened. What? Go on. Uh, you, you know, I, I reuse the same garage band, um, like set up for each week. Yep. Well, the problem with doing that is if you have dropped in various sounds and you forget <laughs> to delete them while <laughs> they, you're recording, they, they suddenly appear. Yeah. Yeah. They said, if you just heard me say, whoa, that was yes. because. <laughs> The ending theme for the podcast suddenly started to play in my ears. And I was sitting here thinking, why would Gaz play that through soundboard? And it's like, oh, because he didn't. I've, I forgot to delete it before we started recording the show. Duh. Brilliant. So if you want to, if you want to get a Woody, guess just what like Will was. Green. Guess, guess what this was? It's been the smoothest and most successful transition. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Uh, but uh, if you want to get a Woody, like Will Green and Craig, um, not Mosher. What is it? 
Mosier. Mosier. And Craig yes. Mosier. And I'm going to have to put some creative spelling in that for your Woody, just because I can. <laughs> uh, you can send me an email telling me that you have done so to guy at mymac.com. And you can also reach me via the Twitter network at twitter.com forward slash Mac parrot. <laughs> and how could they contact you guys? <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't speak parrot, that's <laughs> Gaz at MyMac.com, G-A-Z at MyMac.com, and you can also reach him on the Twitters at Twitter.com forward slash GazMaz, G-A-Z, M-A-Z, and we have a combined Twitter account, which is Twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-I-A-N-D-G-A-Z. <laughs> and if if you wanted to let fearless leader know that you don't speak parrot you can let him know that by sending an email to feedback at mymac.com no zed i don't know why i've never done that before to be honest with you it's great it's so funny <laughs> But it's good that you have. If you did it every week, it would just it wouldn't be special. Yeah, it would it would go flat, wouldn't it? Like a yeah. dead parrot. <laughs> that is a dead <laughs> parrot. How can how else can they contact us, guys? Oh, we have a Skype number that that all of you seem to consistently ignore week after week, and we'd like <laughs> to thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> if you're outside of the U.S., uh, please use the U.S. country code, which is a plus one, and the regular number is area code seven zero three. Four three six nine five zero one, or send us in an audio clip on the email addresses that we have previously given, they which was guy a, at mymac dot com, gas at my. Okay, I'm not going to do that again. No, no, no. Now, Craig, okay, so, if if people wanted to contact you, we'll we'll do this one more time. Uh, how how could they do so? Okay, Crown Audio Productions at gmail dot com, and you can come to my webpage, which is Crown Audio Productions dot com. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like, on, on behalf of, of, of Craig and Gaz, to thank you, all of you, all six or seven of you, for downloading <laughs> the MyMac.com podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. And if you would like to come on to the show, you know, now we had you know Will on last week. We had Craig on this week. You know, this isn't going to become like the interview show. But, you know, honestly, if you're doing something like really super cool with your Mac, let us know about it. We would love to talk to you on the show. So thank you all for downloading and we appreciate it. And you know what, Gaz? I think that this is the best show that we have ever done and that we're good enough. Well, except for giving Craig advice, uh, smart enough, uh, <laughs> ditto, and doggone it, people like us. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, The Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, The Teacher Cast Podcast, The Apple Junkies Podcast, and the All New App Minute Podcast. That's that. Was, that <laughs> oh, that's right. He doesn't have. He doesn't have our show notes. <laughs>
you know with that with that's the n word that we do every week in different languages mm-hmm. this week this week's particular flavor is macedonian you'll notice it has a slightly nutty aftertaste and the smell of cinnamon <laughs> that that permeates the air with each bite um but yeah thank great meeting you craig and um you hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll speak again soon and okay. and don't take it personally that he called you Greg a couple of times. <laughs> Greg, okay. Greg. You see, the thing is, my cousin is called Greg, and it, so it's G-R-E-G. So mm-hmm. when he said that he's Greg, I'm kept going Craig, Greg. Greg, Greg. There is yeah. no C-R, there is only plus, G. Plus of, course, plus, of course, I'm drunk. No, 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 no. no if you click on the Skype, so you've got, you must have a preference pain in Skype. No, no, you don't need premium Skype. So what you do is you click, make sure your Skype is highlighted, click on the Skype name, and it should have a preferences below it, uh, second, second, second option down. Do you just want to say yes or no as to whether you've got that for us, Craig, tonight? <laughs> oh, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hurry it up. No, I'm kidding. So click on the Skype name and then click on the about Skype and then tell us what the version number is. 6.3. Well, that's a better, well, better version than I've got. Well, I'm on 6.3 too. Or, I'm sorry. 6.3.0.582. I'm on 6.2, guy. You're on 6.3. Yeah, I am on 6.3. <laughs> but I'm actually 6.6. Six, six. <laughs> this is the best bit of the show. I know. And we don't have Craig on yet. <laughs> Isn't it great? It just works. Not so much. Not so much. Not always. Okay, that's what it should sound like as you pull it out. <laughs> what should it sound like when you push it in? Now, as, when you push it in, this is what it sounds like. I hope not. <laughs> Actually, you know what's, what, what's really funny, Craig, is that you are one of the few people Whoever gets to hear what goes on, <laughs> yeah, in between in the in between sections, that when, is something I'm excited about. <laughs> well, you so, this is this you, is basically it. To it. This is it. Yeah, this, <laughs> I always wonder. I always say to myself, "What? What were they just talking about?" We, we don't talk. We don't talk. <laughs> well, not you much. Just blast. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> And throw we like it's we'll so throw funny. in you know something like oh yeah boy I'm really hungry my stomach is growling <laughs> <laughs> or just something like that. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. And and usually Gas times it so that just as I'm getting ready to say you know welcome back he'll he'll do some <laughs> sound effect that like that's when you hear me cracking up as as like a seg- section oh, yeah. is starting yeah. that's basically what's just happened <clears throat> this is the voice of the misterons because <laughs> at one one night in your sleep i walked up behind you and <laughs> 